Grab the popcorn and get ready to join Chris and Geordie on a journey through some of the most celebrated films of all time that Geordie's never seen before. You're listening to It's About Time You Watch This. Hello and welcome to another episode of It's About Time You Watch This. It's Chris. And Geordie. And today we are travelling back to 1995 before we travel back to 1969, before travelling back to 1995 <laughs> with Jumanji. Say the name. Jumanji. Play the game. Live the adventure. Don't look back! Get out! On December 15th, Jumanji is coming. Robin Williams. Jumanji. All right, so Geordie, straight off the bat. Yeah. You have seen a Jumanji movie before. Yes, I've seen the new one with the hot chick. And The Rock, is that who's in it? The hot chick. Yeah. I'm assuming you're referring to Karen Gillan. I don't know. She's hot. You realise that's Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy too. I take it back. <laughs> Not very nice. So what were you expecting going into this one? Obviously, you know, this is 30 years before that one. What were you expecting? Yeah, so my expectations, I don't know if it was expecting or more in my head, I had this th- like feeling that they were going to be sucked out into the jungle not that the jungle was coming to them. Ah, uh, of course. Cause I thought what, it was going to be, you know. That's what happens in the new ones. Obviously, they go to the jungle. And that was sort yeah. of the reversal on this first original movie was that the jungle came to them. This time they get sucked into the jungle like like Alan does in this game. It sort yeah, of shows basically. You. So but that, although I didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. I like that it okay. was based in the house and that it was different to the new one. Look at me talking like, you know, <laughs> I've got this complete role reversal, like I should have watched the other one first. But no, I didn't mind the house. Didn't mind it. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So the game literally calls to you. Well, I don't know if it calls to you. I think... If it had a phone, it would literally be like, no, ring, ring, answer, yeah, play well, I th- the game. I think it's more of a lure. Because oh. it's sort of... So like it's fishing. Yeah. It's sucking the kids in to play the game. It's the same as calling to you. (laughs) Yeah, it's more of a lure. Okay. I reckon. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the noise. And it's so creepy. Like the... The jungle drums. Boom, boom. You realise they're supposed to be like jungle drums. Yeah, I assumed as much. Who's playing the drums? Someone in the jungle. Oh, okay. Fair enough. The game. Maybe that's... Maybe maybe that's that's what's going on. (laughs) Maybe that's how it communicates. Yeah, it can't actually talk. It's only jungle drums, like smoke signals. Maybe. Yeah, look at this. There we go. I don't think we're way off the bat, but maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But it does. It goes sort of balls to the wall in those first five minutes. (laughs) It's it's very... It starts off in the 60s and he's riding his bike and getting beaten up by kids and talking to his girlfriend. And you sort of think, where's this going? And then, bang. Straight in. Hits the fan. Hits the fan. Yeah, it's like crazy. And then... All of a sudden, 26 years later. The young kid gets sucked into the game. The girl runs off because she's terrified by the bats. And then it just flash forwards 26 years later. See, and that makes me really annoyed because I'm like, why did we move on so quick from Alan? Surely they'll find him in the game. But if they said he disappeared, and then what happened to the girl he was with? They don't answer anything. Well, they do. Eventually. As eventually. <laughs> but it is a very... Here's me sitting at the start like, why are we moving on so quick? What I have answers. I have questions. Yeah, I don't have answers. I have questions. A very impatient person. Yes. I don't like surprises. Just give it to me straight up. We know this from up. listening to this <laughs> podcast. So I said, listen, we know that you don't like surprises, but mm-hmm. you've got to have something. Otherwise, it'd be a two-minute movie. Yeah, but no. Just tell me straight out. What's going on? Give me the facts. Well, we do find out in time what happened to Sarah. She got older 
And what happened to Allen, of course, after he was sucked into the game? He turned into Robin Williams. He did. We'll get, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to okay. that. Okay, all right, all right. But all right. I know you had lots of questions. Okay. So the first one is not actually a question, but it's a little Kirsten? Kirsten? Yeah. Kirsten Dunst. It is. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. What else has she been Can in? I have applause? Oh. Oh what no! A, don't ask me more questions. What else has she been no, in? No, this is this is all I do. I give you something. Well, you um, know her name. You must know something she, she's in. Now I've got to remember her face. Is she the one from like Bring It On? Yes. She is she also Casper meets Wendy? Is that her? No, that was Hilary Duff, wasn't it? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. I get them mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> They're blonde children actors. Kirsten Dunst was also in Interview with the Vampire, which I know you haven't seen. It's on no, the list. Don't know that one. She was in the first three Spider-Man movies with Tommy Maguire. Oh, was that's MJ. right. She was that one. Yeah, see, I know her. I'm all over this. All over this. Getting better. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Because she was in the cheerleading one. No? Okay, moving on. Next one. So the game only calls to children. It appears that way. It does. It, because the adults don't hear the drums. Only no. the kids do. So that makes me think maybe it's trying to... Well, I guess maybe it's because kids are more susceptible to playing a game. Possibly. Possibly. But what age would they stop? Like, what age would you stop listening? Would you not hear it after 16 years old? Because these kids are what, like 12? 10 and 13, I would say, maybe. Yep. So they're at that age where they're, like, old enough. Like, it's not calling to toddlers. Toddlers need at least flashing lights. Usually. <laughs> True. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But, again, it, it does it then raises questions like, is the board game sentient? Can it think? Is it deliberately targeting these kids? Is, yeah. Is it a very evil force? Like, could this Seems have been way. a very darker movie? Could have been. But also, how was the game then? Like, no, I'm getting to the end now. But it was in the sand and then kids found it in the sand. Like, how had nobody found it before then? Because the game keeps being hidden for what seems like thousands of years. It's a good question. But I need also, to know. <laughs> just going back to obviously, we got sequels to this movie with the new ones that have been out in the last couple of years with The Rock and, yep. and Kevin Hart. Those kids in that were older, they were teenagers. Yeah, well, that's a good they point. They were 16, 17, 18, you would yeah. think. Yeah. So, so, how does this all work? Yeah. Lots of questions. Because well, it's the same game board, surely, there is, unless there's multiple game boards. Well, potentially. Maybe we need to get the writer of this movie on. Possibly. To find out exactly what was in his head. Maybe if they listen to this, they're not going to want to talk to me because yeah, I have well, questions. <laughs> that makes two of us. I am all over this too. Okay, so I got Kirsten Dunst. Tick. Next one. Robin Williams is Little Alan. If you didn't get Robin Williams, we would be getting a divorce. Tick. He is also out of the movie Flubber. He is? Tick. <laughs> Do you I know, know some of his other in. ones? Flubber's the main one. Okay, well, this is sort of almost the height of Robin Williams' family film era. Was this before or after Flubber? This was before. Okay. So between 1990, 92 and 1998, we had Aladdin, mm-hmm. Hook. Yep. This is Doubtfire. Hook, of course, he's the dad. Jack, he's, he's Peter Pan in Hook. He's not the dad, he's Peter Pan. Oh, that's right. But yeah, okay, sorry. Back to my list. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. Flubber. Woo! Jack, which you haven't seen yet, which I no. is, is on our list of movies to watch. That's where he plays a 10-year-old. The woman? No, he plays oh. a 10-year-old in the body of a 40-year-old man. Ooh, interesting. It's it's I A lot of people don't like it, but I love that movie. It's a okay. really good movie. Okay. Uh, he did a voice for Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest as well. <gasps> I he love was the Fern Gully. In that. So that was, it was a huge run. He had you know, 10 or so huge movies in between 1992 and 1998, and this was in 1995. So this was right in the middle. So this was... 
after Aladdin and the Genie. Yep. Before Flubber. Okay. So Flubber right is still in the better. middle there. Uh, yeah, a, a huge run of films for him. And then after 98, he started doing a few of the more serious ones again. And that's when he got sort of a, a bit more sort of Go on. deep. Go on. What? Oh, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. No, no. He, he started steering away from the comedies as such. He, yep. did a, he started doing a few more later on. Mm. As he got a bit older, he started going back and doing the, the comedies again. And, and one of the greatest TV shows, if you haven't seen it, it's called The Crazy Ones. I think it's on Stan at the moment. Okay. It was one season. It was the last thing he filmed before, well, the last TV show he filmed before he passed away. Wait, he's dead? Robin Williams, he took his own life about 10 years ago. Really? Did you seriously not know that? Look, I probably did. Yeah. Wow. His own life. Yes. Like what being an act, I don't know, is it, was things that bad? Was it mental, like? Uh, he'd had depression for a long, long time. Okay. And there were reports that he'd been diagnosed with Parkinson's as well and uh, he was struggling to deal with that. But yep. it was one of those things that, you know, the happiest people tend to yeah, be the saddest don't realize. people. So uh, if you are listening to this and this has stirred up some stuff, uh, 13, 11, 14, call Lifeline. Yeah. Uh, if you're in Australia, overseas, there are a number of different services in, in your country that you can call if you need to talk to someone. So, yeah, I can't believe you didn't wow. know that. I feel like I probably did, but I just I feel like you would may have, have had forgotten. To have known that. Surely, ten had, years ago, have I would have been twenty. I should have maybe known. not ten years ago, but a while. It, it's been a while now. Okay, because yep. the crazy ones was oh, I want to say twenty thirteen that was released. So that was a TV show with him and Sarah Michelle Gellar from Buffy, <gasps> and they played father and daughter. Yep, and they were advertising executives. Sarah Michelle Gellar was also in the one with Scooby Doo. Yes. Yes, she was. She was in Scooby-Doo. There you go. Look Thank at you. you. You're learning. All over this. Uh, but if you haven't seen The Crazy Ones, again, it's on stand. It's only one season, uh, but it's it's 100% worth a watch. Uh, speaking of The Crazy Ones, those monkey animations. Good segue. <laughs> wow. Look at you. Me 20 years in radio and you're coming up with segues like that. Well I'm done. all over this. Yeah. Well done. Yes. The monkey animations. Yes. You had you, you, you had notes. <laughs> they were so stupid. Now the animations themselves or the what the monkeys were doing? A bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> well, the animation was a little bit off. Consider, yeah. This was nineteen ninety five, so this was the year that Toy Story came out. So computer animation was still in its infancy. But comparing that to Toy Story. Yeah, but it's real life versus Yeah, I suppose. Animation. But- but I guess monkeys. if you were to compare that to... But even then, if you compare the monkeys to the stampede later in the movie... In yeah, well, movie, that's true. The stampede, I thought, was really good CGI. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. I thought was that was done good. really well. But I didn't yeah, make the, a note of that because the monkey, good. The monkeys are very <laughs> cartoony. Yeah. But I think they're supposed to be. They're monkeys. Yeah, well, that's true, cartoony. I guess. Are they? I thought they'd be scary. Maybe not that much. No. The next one that I've got is when Alan sounds like his dad and he's all, take it like a man. Then realise he's stuffed up, but it's just his tail is the issue. Yeah, he's now got I a think this is tail. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little tail, and it was stuck in his bum, and he was so sad because the tail couldn't get out. He was in his pants. No, not front tail. Don't think that way. Gross. Well, no, that's. I was just gonna say that that seems to be one of the core themes of the film, and you see it at the end of the film as well when he goes back. Yeah, and he, he's talking to his dad rather than just having that perception of. His dad's always yelling at him and they don't get along. Yeah. When he actually sort of opens up to his dad and they have a dialogue. Oh, that was you know, beautiful. And you see then it goes, for lack of a better term, back to the future again nah. at the end of the movie and he's talking to his dad on the phone. So they obviously have a really good relationship rather than yeah, what it was. hateful one that he had with the hunter who was obviously yeah. his dad. 
in the in the jungle. You realize that. Wait, what? You didn't realize that the hunter was the same actor that played his dad? What? Yes. <laughs> and that whole the hunter and the oh, hunter. So that's that like was, it was a meta- it was a metaphor. That was his bad relationship and his thoughts of, of his dad. Oh. Was that his dad was this bad man. Wow. And then he realizes no, his dad's not a bad person, his dad's human. But he was because he tried to kill him. Yeah, but that he'd manifested that in the jungle. No, but he tried to kill him. He's a bad man. Yeah, but that wasn't his dad, that was the hunter. Yeah, but he was a bad man. He tried to kill him. <sighs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. So that's But no, that's, I didn't realise. No, but that so that's one of the themes to this movie, I think, is that relationship between a father and son. Yeah. And it's sort of then he learns by becoming that father figure. Yeah. What to do and what not to do. Yeah. Should we actually talk about what actually happens in the movie? Because we were kind of like, with my notes, we're not really <laughs> yeah, yeah, discussing you, much. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, because you haven't really touched on much, yeah? Yeah, no. No, I've got to remember what happens in the movie. <laughs> I'm oh, interested so to hear your these... recap. Again, okay, we have mentioned in the past recap. that we are going to do the, the, the three-minute recaps of Geordie <laughs> recapping these movies, and we are working on that at the moment. So so uh, this is a bit of a test run. Okay. let's. All right. Let's give it a test run. Let's let, Let's put... Let's see how we go. Let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Yep. Hang on, I'm getting the clock out. No pressure. I have no notes for this. I'm just going to ad lib. All right, 60 seconds is on the clock. Ready? Yep. Set. Go. Kids play game. Boom, 26 years later. Nobody knows what happens. Then suddenly monkeys and all these other weird creatures come out and try to kill them. They're in this big house. The house has water. And then all of a sudden, the water is gone. Um, I don't know. <laughs> they try to beat the game. They keep losing. They're like, you have to roll a seven. And then he rolls a two. Oh, drama. But then eventually all is good in the world. The boy gets a tail. His poor tail is stuck in his pants. So he's got to get that out of his pants. And then all is happy in the world. And they save and finish. And I don't know. That's the worst recap. <laughs> That's 40 seconds. I'm cutting you off there. Aww. That is the worst recap of a film I have ever heard. Oh. Ever. Oh. Well, you skipped over most of the movie. Yeah. You didn't mention Sarah at all. Oh, yeah. She comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember how it works. So, okay. No, I remember. So, the kids, one of them rolls an eight. Is that the number that brings Alan back? Five or an eight, yeah. Five or an eight. Yep. So, one of the kids does that and that brings him back. So once he is then back, he continues to play the game with them because the kids are like, okay, we've got to play the game to finish. And he's like, oh, it's my turn. Because he has to roll the dice because he's still technically playing because he didn't stop playing. And then they have to go find Sarah because nobody else's turn is working. They're like, oh, no, the game's broken. But it's not broken. It's Sarah's turn. And she flipped her wig like she loses the plot because she's like, I don't want to go back to the game. I thought you were dead. Okay, better, better. Thank okay, you. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, we won't, we won't get you to do the whole movie because <laughs> it's going to drive me insane, I think. But Yeah, okay, fair, fair. So you did think, obviously, at, at the end. Yeah. All is well. They finish the game. Yeah. Alan and Sarah go back to the 60s. They live at their lives. The one thing that caught mm. me, though, was that they seem to remember everything that goes on. They do. Whereas the kids don't. But if that's the case, mm. then why wouldn't they have re- like remembered like sports teams that win or Tats Lotto or some- try and think of, like, <laughs> you know, if, if they know what the future is going to hold or – that that sort of that was one thing I was like. Well, if they go back to the sixties with all this knowledge, 
and they she can says live a good she life. does say I'm starting to forget, but then in the future again, when they first when they re meet the kids, mm. and the parents are like, oh, we're thinking about going on a skiing trip. They're like, no. no. <laughs> so they remember. So they that. remember bits and pieces. So. Mm. But they also live in a big fancy house and can throw big fancy parties. So surely they're pretty well off. Yeah, but if you actually listen, he's taken over the shoe company. Ah. That's when he's on his phone to the dad at the end. He says, we'll pick you up from the airport. He said, yeah, no, we had a really good quarter in the shoe factory, rah, 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 rah. So he's continued the family business and stayed in the family home. So that's all he had to do. They didn't need to live their best life. They didn't need to rig, like, Tats Lotto no, and everything so. else. I just, if you if you know what's going to happen 30 years in the future, surely you play that to your advantage in do some way. Do you really think form. that you are going to remember Tats Lotto numbers? Maybe not. I don't remember the Tats Lotto numbers from the guy that won, like, 30 million. Yeah, true. I think that was a four. <laughs> and that's just a lucky guess. <laughs> All right, let's get into some facts about this. This movie actually based on a book, Geordie. <gasps> hey, this I did know that because I've got the book. No, 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 no. This was based oh. on a children's picture book from the 80s, from what? 1981. The plot centres around a young brother and sister who are left home alone when their parents go out. While the kids are outside playing, they discover a game, a game called Jumanji they take it back to the house to play. Once they begin the game, they discover it's not a normal board game and the dangers encountered on the board come true in real life. Ooh. The Alan and Sarah characters, when they're grown-ups, weren't included in the book or anything like that. That was all added to the movie. A lot of it was, but yeah. it had that was what but it was But there was a basis. Yep. Robin Williams wasn't the first choice to play Alan. Ooh, who was? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I feel like he is a strapping old man. He is. Tom Hanks was the voice of Woody in Toy Story. Is the only place I can think of that you'll know Tom Hanks from. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. Because we haven't watched Striking Forrest Gump voice. yet. Forrest Gump is on our list, mm. and then you'll know who Tom Hanks is. But okay. For Sarah, Julia Roberts. Ooh, yes, she is from Pretty Woman. Yes. Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. Yep, I was going to say that. Uh, <laughs> and one of our favourites on the show, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I love her. For Sarah. Not only that, Jodie Foster, Madonna, Ooh. Demi Moore, yep. Michelle Pfeiffer, Ooh. Our, one of love our favourites, Michelle Pfeiffer. Helen Hunt from Twister, ah. Leah Thompson, who played the mum in Back to the Future, Jennifer Grey, who was Baby in Dirty Dancing, ah. were just some of the actresses considered to play Sarah in that movie. So did yeah. they all have to like audition for the part or did they well, eventually just decide to go when, with When they say that they were considered mm. for this part, I think that's <laughs> where the directors like, are like, hey, we'd like this person and this person and this person to play. I don't think they no actually hope. had to audition. Yeah. Or I don't think a lot of these people would have auditioned. It would have just been the directors wanting those people to play the roles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no live animals used in the film at all? Uh, yeah, we realise with the bad animatronics. No, the animatronics were pretty good. The CGI wasn't great. Sorry, the CGI. Yeah, the yeah, animatronics. Yeah. The crocodile puppet. Yeah, look, that, some of them that were was pretty, pretty good. good. Some of them were pretty good. That was pretty good. And the tiger puppet as well. Wait, so there were the puppets? Uh, some, it was a mixture of like animatronic puppetry and, yeah. um, CGI, and CGI. But just no, no actual animals were used. The ending of the movie where they're back in the future and they meet They've the kids. They've done the full circle, yep. That was filmed first. That was the first ah. thing they filmed because the house needed to be in mint condition to film that <laughs> Christmas scene and after that they gradually demolished the house to reflect the jungle creatures wreaking more havoc. Wow. So as it gets more and more damaged, obviously they use the they same set. They have to set, use the set. So they filmed that part first. Now the movie cost $65 million to make. Oof. Was commercial success. It earned almost two hundred and sixty-three million at the international box office. So almost two hundred, which is pretty good back in nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, for for a movie that's not based, you know, it wasn't like Jaws or Jurassic Park. It wasn't a huge creature feature or anything like that. It wasn't no. a huge blockbuster summer film. It was a kids' yeah movie, family friendly. Uh, so pretty good at the box no, office. That's good. That's for good. Nineteen ninety-five as How well. How much do you reckon that house would have cost him? 
Fair bit. Mill? If oh, not more. Maybe not. But back in that day, maybe yeah, not. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Or maybe, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. It's property prices were like in 1995. If you were a property agent in 1995 and you can value the, let us know. the Jumanji house and let us know what it would be worth, that would be fantastic. It would be very helpful. I was three years old, so I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's get into it. Yep. First, uh, first question, what do you rate this movie out of five, Jordy? I'm going to go with a 3.5. 3.5. So pretty good. Nothing spectacular though. Nothing, you know, extra special, but I would probably, you know, I'd watch it again. I'd give it a casual viewing every now and then. So there's nothing. But it wasn't this, terrible. So there's nothing in this movie that made you go, I love this movie. No, not really. Really? Yeah. Except the bloke, the, little, the poor little kid with the tail. That was pretty <laughs> you cute. You just loved that, didn't you? <laughs> I loved it so much. He was so sad. I think I could picture our little Ally doing it. Like, I'm sad. <laughs> And all it is is he just couldn't get his tail out. Would you watch a sequel to this movie? Well, I don't know if this counts because I already have, so yes. And it's an interesting one, though, because, yes, it's a sequel, but there's no tie-ins to the original. At all. The only thing that happened in the new movie is it tied it back in, Mm. in the Jonas Brother that was in the new movie, where he was the one that was stuck in the jungle, and he was living in that tree hut. There was actually an Alan Parrish was here carved oh. into the tree. Okay, that's cool then. That was how That was it. That was, that was their little nod. Robin Williams obviously passed away by the time they did that remake. Yeah. Uh, so couldn't be part of it. So that was how they mm. tied that tied all in together. In. I mean, it would have been cool to have seen, I think, like a post-credit sequence for that first one with Kirsten Dunst in it. Could have been Something cool. Something like that, yeah. Like trying to get her to come in for a cameo or even in the sequel to it. Like there's been two of those movies now. Like, Yeah. There yep. was actually a sequel to this movie called Zathura, oh. which you may have actually seen as a kid because it seems Possibly. like the sort of movie your dad would make you watch. <laughs> it, was a se- it was based on a book that was a sequel book to this, but it yep. doesn't reference the original Jumanji in any way. Oh, okay. So it's a sequel, but not a sequel. But not a, yeah. So. All right. Well, that about wraps it up. I guess Jumanji will be one that will maybe get a... Semi-regular spin in our house then? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I seem a little bit more enthusiastic about it. Okay, Jumanji. Let us know your thoughts on the movie, on Geordie's thoughts on the movie, on our uh, social channels, of course, Creative Business Marketing on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there if you've got movies you'd like to recommend to us as well. Disney ones are great. We're not doing any Disney movies because you've seen them all. One day we're going to do my choice of movie that you haven't seen and it's going to be brilliant. All right. I'm all for it. If you can find a movie that you have seen that I haven't seen. Little Mermaid 2. I've seen Little Mermaid 2. Melody Little Mermaid, a, the beginning. I reckon I've probably seen that as well. God I grew up with little sisters that loved Disney stuff. So True. I'll think of something. Beauty and the Beast Christmas. Yes, you've made me watch that. Damn it. If you can find something, we will happily do it. But if anyone out there has got recommendations as well, if there's a movie you're all going, I wonder if Geordie's seen that. Surely she's seen that. Odds are she probably hasn't. Yeah, probably not. Uh, we've got some big ones coming up over the next few weeks as well. Josh, who joined us for Grease, Grease 2, 2, which was an interesting discussion to have had with someone that wasn't us because obviously gets <laughs> a fairly regular spin in our house. Uh, he's going to join us again in uh, a couple of weeks as well for another one based on a show that he, a stage show that he's going to be a part of Mm-hmm. later this year. So we're going to catch up with him again. There's plenty of big stuff on the way. So uh, make sure you follow, you subscribe, you like, comment, review, all of that sort of jazz that obviously helps us in the podcast rankings and all that stuff. So thanks for listening and we will catch you again next week. 
you've been listening to It's About Time You Watch This, a creative media production.